0: baby got backlog Backlog. all right and welcome to baby got backlog everybody baby got backlog baby got backlog it's the show where we assign each other games to our backlog because oh i don't know because our backlogs aren't big enough already apparently and then uh we make each other play games and then we talk about the games and it's a fun time it's a great time that's great my name's andy i'm trevor and uh, today we have two games. Uh, my game, my baby got backlog this week was Destroy All Humans. Tell us about your baby got backlog, Trevor. My baby got backlog was Super Mario Odyssey. Super Mario Odyssey. Um, which normally we would we would just jump right into those a little bit, but um, we have something I think very
1: t- important to talk
0: about. We do, yeah, because we figured if it's like if we could throw something up top. That's just like current gaming stuff that we want to talk about. It's like we're throwing in there and talking about. So Trevor, tell, tell everyone what we're starting the show with today.
1: Ooh, I would love to. So at the time of recording this Pokemon legends, RCS has been out for three days and yeah, I'll go we ahead. Need, and we need to talk about it.
0: Yeah. So we record on Mondays, not every Monday, but th- we record on Monday and, uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus came out this Friday, like three days ago, and it totally ruined us because we were supposed to be playing games for the show, but we were just like, forget it, I'm playing, playing Pokemon like all weekend.
1: <laughs> yeah, which I would have felt bad about normally, but given that you were playing the same game, I felt less bad about it because I knew you were doing the same thing, we talked about it
0: yeah, it it felt like it felt like worth it. and it feels like this game is a big enough splash that like people are excited about it. like it's it's worth talking about. Of course, by the time people listen to this, it'll be a little bit later. But like, I still think it's a worthwhile, you know, conversation in in general, the game,
1: yeah. The, there's gonna be a lot of conversation in the gaming community re- revolving around this game for a little while after its re- launch, I think. So it's topical.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, I have a lot to say about it in general, but why don't why don't you go first and just tell us like where you're at and and what you're thinking in general? I'm going to
1: start with a very blanket statement and it's I'm only exaggerating a little bit when I say this. This is the most original Pokemon game since Pokemon Red.
0: Yeah, that's definitely true.
1: I mean, in its entirety, like That is very true, I think.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, every game since the first one has been... I mean, not a carbon copy, but, like, somehow, miraculously, they figured out the formula on the first game. On the first try, people loved it, and they were Mm -hmm. like, cool, like, let's stick with the formula. And they have not changed it for literally, like, 25 years. Even, like, they've changed it a little, but they really haven't touched the the actual formula at all you know till now they've tweaked it at best right but they haven't they haven't really ever introduced anything revolutionary or something that has like fundamentally changed the games like in terms of the core experience like you get a starter you go walk around you get badges there's some linear routes on the way you fight some people you just get Pokemon. That's it. Like, you know, right. it's been that way since the first. Right. This
1: game, however, boy howdy. Like, I'm only five hours into this game. And I am just so delighted by it.
0: Yeah. How? So, yeah, you're about five hours. What's, like, the most recent, um, like, event or thing you've done? So,
1: I, ha- I now have the ability to ride We Are Deer. Weird, weird, ear, weird, ear. Yeah. I
0: think it's weird, we're ear.
1: The not Stantler, Stantler.
0: Yes, the the big boy Stantler, the chonky boy.
1: Yeah, beautiful ice type Stantler, with a magnificent beard. Uh, he does I, have
0: a magnificent beard.
1: I can ride him around now. Um, I have two stars. I took care of Cleavor, which I want to catch. Why wouldn't they let me catch it? I want to catch it
0: yeah i i um i thought about that briefly too and i was like i mean it's intended more to be a boss battle i think Mm -hmm. but i i did wonder like yeah is it something you can catch are there pokemon you can catch later that are like the uh what are those called again they're like guardians or something
1: uh well they called this one a lord of the forest
0: yeah yeah right okay i don't know i wonder if like maybe you can catch him later i have no idea but that's interesting well i do think that
1: they've already said it's like a new evolved form of scyther so i wonder if maybe you just have to get a scyther and evolve it and that's how you get cleavor and that cleavor is like you know the lord of the forest or the woods or whatever
0: yeah that's a good point you must be able to evolve him into it because if not he would just be like a new Pokemon. Like he would just be a rock type.
1: Right. And I think, yeah. I, I think it's like having your own Garchomp versus having Cynthia's Garchomp. Like you're not going to get hers. You're just going to get your own.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Dope. Yeah. So you're, you're, that's pretty much the first chunk of the game. That's like spoiler free, you know, cause is in all of the marketing and shit. So like, as is up till that point, Yep, as is weird So that's all pretty much like shit that they um that they've put in the marketing for you to see and all that. So yeah, that's dope, and you're you're loving it.
1: Oh my god, it's so it's just really f- like it just feels fresh and fun and like catching Pokemon feels good because like there's actually there's a mechanic to it that doesn't feel like work like in in Let's Go. They made the the catching mechanic feel like work, and it it doesn't feel that way. They they found a nice happy medium between pressing A and literally having to move your hand in a throwing motion.
0: Yeah, and like, I don't know, I'm not the type that gives, like, I don't think it's worth giving a lot of flack about Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. I think they're good remakes and they're cool. Mm-hmm. I just didn't love them because I missed, like, I missed just running around doing battles in the roots. And so, yeah, that's a good point. Like, I didn't love the loop in that game of like just catch a million weedles because it kind of felt like why Why do I have to catch a million weedles? Like, because it was the original game, and right. I wanted to do. What the original game was, which was like walk through Viridian Forest, fight all those weird dudes with their backwards caps or whatever, and their bug nets. Uh, And so, like, I didn't want to catch a million Pokemon, but now I do want to catch a million Pokemon. I want to catch them all. I want to catch all the Pokemon.
1: I don't just want to catch them all. I I, I freaking gotta. I
0: gotta catch them all. all. Gotta catch them all. And, uh, you know, I will say that, like, just in terms of catching them all, when I play Pokemon... Like, I literally, like, my Pokedex, when I finish any Pokemon game, is literally, like, nine Pokemon. Like, I catch, I'm like, oh, I'm going to add him to my party. I catch the bare minimum. Like, I do not catch a single Pokemon that isn't going to be in my party. So, by the end, my Pokedex, it would be six Pokemon, except for they evolve. So, it's always, like, ten or (laughs) eleven. But, like, I never, I never catch Pokemon, because in the traditional games, it's, like, all right, I could catch a Pidgey and throw him in my box to like slave away, like, you know, be alone for the rest of his life. But in these mm-hmm. games, like it feels exciting to like catch Pokemon, you know?
1: Yeah. And as someone on the opposite end of that, where I do like to catch every Pokemon, I like catching like, you know, 10 Starlys Cause maybe you catch a Starly that's like bigger than the one you have or higher level or like whatever. Um, so, yeah, there's there's different reasons to like the same things for for players across the Pokémon fandom.
0: Yeah, I'm just excited that like they because like the game is centered around catching, which is cool, but they gave you a lot of good reasons to catch the Pokémon. Like they incentivized you to catch the Pokémon and it it's fun to catch the Pokémon and it feels good, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> which is like actually in some earlier games just giving you god damn it uh (laughs) in the earlier games just giving you experience for catching pokemon was a great start but like uh, if you play like emerald or like one of those super early games it's like you don't even get experience so it's like if i'm not going to use this pokemon typically there's not a whole lot of reason to do it that's true yeah so i don't know it's uh it's super exciting like I think people are going to react super positively to these games than they have so far. And, like, I don't know. It For me, <clears throat> after I played, like, got to the point where you were at, like, it started to sink in. I was like, oh, like, this – when I was, like, five or six or seven, like, when I was playing Pokemon Red, this is how I pictured Pokemon would be. Like, yes. in my brain, I was like, oh, like, I'm walking through the grass and, like, I – Sure, there's a Pokemon in there, but like I can't see the Pokemon walking around. And like I'm throwing out my character, my Pokemon, but like what would it be like if I was just standing there and I just threw my Pokemon out and it was like seamlessly within the world? Like that's how it was in my brain as I like imagined it and mm-hmm. we're finally seeing it. Yes. And I, I love it so much.
1: And something else I was thinking about yesterday as I was playing, um, and I, I feel like I've probably mentioned this to you before. I think one of the coolest things, and this is circling back to you talking about uh, Let's Go. I think one of the coolest things about Pokemon on Switch right now, we have four pretty different Pokemon games, like mainline Pokemon games on the Switch. We have uh, Pokemon Sword, which which took kind of a big step towards what Legends Arceus is um then we had let's go and maybe those are in reverse order i guess no in no particular order um let's go which kind of starts to bridge that gap a little bit between like the i guess like playing with different catching style gameplay and stuff and then you have uh brilliant diamond shining pearl which is i you know just a straight remake which is fine I know you don't care for the art style of it, but, like, you know, it is a different art style than what we have. And now we have Arceus, which is Pokemon's first completely open-world game, or mostly open-world game. And we just have four, like, pretty different feeling and, to some extent, looking Pokemon games.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a lot of Pokemon games. Like, I'm sure the DS had a bunch of games, but, like, when you put it that way, it's like, wow, it's kind of a Pokemon powerhouse, the Nintendo Switch.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I mean, even the DS, like, <clears throat> it, it had it had a lot of Pokemon games, and they all varied in art style, and I think we're finally getting there on Switch.
0: Yeah, yes and no. I mean, like, I don't know. I've been following people's reception of it and stuff, and, like... There's definitely some stuff that looks, like, not great, like, but it, I, I was saying this to you the other day, too, like, you have to accept as a Pokemon fan that, like, the, the thing that the Pokemon company does is they have, like, a yearly schedule where they release games, and mm. that's, like, the schedule they stick to would this game have looked a lot better with like six months or an extra year of development time like just to polish off those rough edges totally but like I don't know I, I don't think that's worth destroying the whole conversation about like what a great game it is and like what what like leaps and bounds it has taken because I mean say what you will about Game Freak and the Pokemon company but like they were brave enough to scrap everything. Like, they totally got rid of the old formula and said, what would Pokemon look like and feel like if it was open world, all of the Pokemon were seamlessly within the world, and, like, they made it fun, and, like, they made it cool, and they made it look pretty good, and, like, they did it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. No one, we never thought as Pokemon people that we would ever see a game like this. So, like, the fact that it's getting well-received means, like... They're gonna consider this more, you know.
1: Yeah, well, and that's something else too that I've seen, like YouTubers and Twitch streamers point out is this is called Pokemon Pokemon Legends Arceus, and so implied in that, like we're gonna start. I think we're gonna start seeing like Pokemon Legends, like I don't know, Rayquaza, like whatever. Like I think this is just gonna open the world of pokemon up a little bit and like we're gonna start seeing a little of hopefully a few more interesting things come out of the pokemon company and game freak
0: yeah i think i've heard people talk about uh like potentially moving forward that all of the mainline like you know the new installations gen 9 or whatever would be Pokemon Legends style, and then all of the remakes would be the traditional style, which would actually be, like, to my mind, pretty cool because they are moving the series forward with the Legends stuff, and then it's like if you want that traditional Pokemon experience, like, you'll get a remake of Black and White eventually, or whatever. Like, right? I've heard people mention that. I have no idea if that's a possible speculation, but considering people like this game so much, it does seem like we're going to get something going forward like it, you know?
1: Yeah. And I would like to think that like, maybe we would see remakes in a, a new fresh style, but I'd also be okay with just getting the remakes at all.
0: Yeah. You know, it's weird. Maybe we're going off on a tangent here a little, but like for me, I've always said this, like once we hit Pokemon diamond and Pearl, I was like like no matter what the games look like because i personally don't think they look great but even if they looked great for me i'm like those games were too modern for a remake like and obviously i play too many retro games that that's what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> but like i look at those games and i'm like but they look great like they don't need a remake like the art style was great the pixel art looks phenomenal like for me i i'm cool if they make a black and white remake but i feel similarly that i'm like that game is too modern i don't need a remake of it like (laughs) it's not like from the 1990s you know right so i don't know that's just me like i'm cool if they make it i'm sure they will make it eventually i probably won't buy it because i'm like i don't fucking need a remake it looks great (laughs) i probably will because i'm a sucker yeah, and I love black and white. We're getting like way into the Pokemon weeds here. But like and You know what? That's okay.
1: We're Pokemon fans. This is a video game podcast, like Yeah. <laughs> I, but I think you know what's going to happen when new games that we both like come out.
0: Yeah, but you know what to clean it up and I think this will transition you nicely into your segment. I think the thing that's super great about Legends Arceus is when Sword and Shield came out, like, okay, we had Breath of the Wild and we had Super Mario Odyssey, which, you know, um, were like, both of those games for the Switch were, like, total reimaginings of the Mario and the Zelda franchise where they scrapped so many things and they said, what if we made a really, really fun open-world sandbox with, like, new ideas and new things mm-hmm. and just, like, go for it. And, like when Sword and Shield came out, everyone thought that's what it was going to be, was, like, the new Pokemon, where they, they like, come in with all these fresh new perspectives, um, and it wasn't, so, like, that's what they did. Like, we finally got it. Like, this is the Pokemon for Switch, like we're getting with Kirby eventually, you know? Right. It's sort of like a new era of Nintendo a little bit, with, like, Odyssey and Breath of the Wild and the new Kirby games. Like, they really are leaning into this open world, like, sandbox- approach which is fun.
1: Yeah, and the last thing I'll say and then we'll move on I promise. Um I do think that Sword and Shield and the Let's Go games are the bridge from Pokémon's normal formula to Legends Arceus cuz I mean you can you can see they started trying to do that like they were playing with different catching mechanics in Let's Go like I said and um you have the wild area in Sword and Shield and that kind of opened the doors for some wonderful soul at Game Freak to be like hey you guys what if like it was more like the whole game was like that
0: yeah well either it's funny either they were the bridge, or they were the catalyst of criticism <laughs> that cost everybody a game free. <laughs> to be like the backlash of everyone being like, "But you're not doing anything new; it's just BS." And then finally, they were like, "All right, well, maybe you know, a little column a, a, little column B." Yeah, cause yeah, <laughs> right, because people were so mad about those games not do. I mean, they did some things kind of new, but like they were just like i don't know people were people were mad about him, you know
1: yeah they just kind of missed the mark on a uh, missed the mark on a few things
0: yeah all right so anyway uh tell us about super mario odyssey and by the way i do before he goes into it i don't actually say mario i'm saying that for sillies and i should stop saying it (laughs) he does say it
1: ironically i can i can confirm this fact he he actually does know how to
0: say mario Yeah, because I've had friends. We knew some friends like in college that would say Mario like super seriously, and it was funny. So, anyway, go on. Dive right in.
1: Manhattan saying Mario.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Watch out, Staten Island. We see you. (laughs) Hey, Mario, I'm walking
1: here. I'm walking here. Give give me
0: some coffee. He's like, hey, that's Mario to you. That's not how you say it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's not even my
0: name. (laughs) Which, by the way, is true. Like, if you go to New York City and say Mario, everyone will look at you like, what are you talking about? Like, that's not how you say it. Like, nobody says that. Yeah. (laughs) People
1: in New Jersey say Mario. Yeah, that's true.
0: That it probably is true, yeah.
1: Now we're getting on a tangent.
0: Yeah, okay. So anyway, tell us about Super Mario Odyssey and your experience.
1: Okay, I'm just going to jump right into it. So, and you kind of glossed over this. So, I think super mario odyssey does for mario what breath of the wild did for zelda and what legends arceus is doing for pokemon which is you know taking a decades old franchise and give and breathing new life into it and uh opening that world up for new possibilities and you know mario has done a lot of interesting things over the years and you know super mario sunshine and um paper mario like it plays they, they've they always kind of played with different concepts and stuff but this is the first like open world feeling game i i think really uh kind of sorta
0: yeah it's it's more weird because like
1: past games
0: yes yes and we'll get into that but yeah go on um because,
1: I mean, even Super Mario 64 was kind of open-worldy to some extent.
0: Yeah. Well, the interesting thing is, like... And I love the 3D Mario games. But, like, if you had to draw a comparison, it's probably closest to Super Mario 64. Just in terms of the fact that, like, every world is so different. Yes. Um, Because you had Sunshine and you had Galaxy. But Sunshine and Galaxy had, like, a cohesive theme. Like... You're on an island, you know? Um, 64 and Odyssey are both very much like you just go to like a crazy, visually interesting, like weird place. Mm -hmm. So it's, and that's similar to Zelda and Pokemon too. Like it is a leap forward, but it is sort of also very similar to like where it came from in terms of like just being similar to Super Mario 64.
1: Yeah, and I think that's, I think you're scratching at something really important, which is like, it feels new without feeling different or it feels, or maybe it feels different without feeling entirely too new. Um, you know, yeah, you, it, you know it feels you're familiar. Mario game. Yeah. 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 You know, you're playing a Mario game, you know, you're playing a Zelda game or a Pokemon game, but these games are just doing things for the franchise that hadn't really been done up to the point of their creation.
0: Yeah. Which probably. I mean, weirdly, it's all of these tiny things. Like, really, the small thing that draws a huge distinction between Odyssey and any of the earlier ones, like Galaxy or 64, is just that when you get the moon, you don't exit the level like you completed the mission. You just stay in the level. And, right. like,. That, that is, like, such a tiny detail that keeps you, like, just so much more drawn into the world that, like, the earlier games didn't have, you know?
1: Yeah, that's that's so true. Like, it just – it does something different for the game because they become collectibles instead of goals.
0: Mm-hmm. And the goal, right, but –
1: Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, Now
0: what do we do? Uh, <laughs> We've told uh, each other to go ahead. Uh, uh, now right. we play the theme song again. Go! No. <laughs> <laughs> um – it's it's like it's weird because you're right, like it it is the same goal, like you're still collecting a star or a moon or whatever, but because it's like seamlessly built into the world, like it, it didn't really change anything, but now it's a collectible and the way you're framing the whole game is different.
1: Right. And then really you choose when to leave that world. And yep. instead of being forced to leave that world and then try again to get a different you know goal in older games objective now or collectible or whatever you want to call them Um, but it gives you something to work towards and work on and work with to some extent
0: Mm -hmm. so you uh, just to recap everyone which we probably should have done this when we started talking about odyssey but like trevor had beaten odyssey like the main story but mm-hmm. his mission for this episode his baby got backlog was to uh <laughs> go back and and log. replay the levels what you said back and i said log oh um well i said backlog i think discord must have cut me out <laughs> well
1: no you said you said to go back and i said log oh
0: <laughs> 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 wow i i totally missed his joke it's fine um it was to go joke. backlog no, it's fine. Was to go backlog and uh, beat all of the levels again because once you've beaten the main story, you get um, like a million more moons to collect. So like how much of that did you actually do? Uh,
1: oh, excuse me. Um, I think I worked my way from 150 to 103. The, sorry, let me rephrase. So when you're in the world or in a world uh, and you go to the, the ship... Whose name i forgot um the odyssey i don't don't belong here i'm in the The
0: look the look the look on your face when i said the odyssey was like such pure (laughs) self-disappointment i was just trying to be friendly and you were like oh i messed up my whole life now (laughs)
1: like i really should have known that
0: yeah um shit what was i saying So the the Odyssey, something about 150?
1: Oh, yeah. When you go to the Odyssey, it'll say, like, you have this many moons left. And I I think I worked my way when I started a couple weeks ago. I was at, like, 150-something, and now I'm at, like, 103. How many different worlds did you go to? You know, so I told myself I was going to go through all the worlds again. I only got through, like, three because then Legends Arceus came out. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> See, <laughs> well, I got like fifty moons. What do you want from me? You wanted me to get more than fifty. <laughs> yeah, kind of. That was your mission was to was to complete the next goal of moons. Oh, I thought. <laughs>
1: wait, hang on. There's a misunderstanding. I thought. Okay. This, I thought the assignment was to get more moons. Period. Not to get all of the remaining moons.
0: Well, listen, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit of column A, a bit of column B because my, my hope, my thing with this game and I have replayed Odyssey. I might've played it like three times at this point, but like, I love that post game because I, I, that's what I do is I just, I jump into a world and I just play that world for a couple hours and I just get moons. And then when I'm, like, bored getting moons, I'm like, let's jump into the next world and just get moons. And so, like, for me, I just love that relaxing experience of just there being, like, more moons to get. And I just, like, keep playing. Like, And so if the game didn't pull you in enough to kind of just, like, find that experience, then, like... It's again, it's a bit of a bit of column A, a bit of column B. I was kind of hoping you would get into that experience of just like, oh, I'm just going to get more moons, get more moons, get more moons, get more moons, and get, get more moons, and then I'll stop to take a pee break, and then I'll get more moons, get more moons, and get like, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And you know, it started, I, I probably should have led with this. It started that way, and you know this about me. Uh, and now the three people that are going to listen to our podcast know this about me. <laughs> I am notoriously bad specifically at mario games for no reason that's true and i probably should have led with that so i did get stuck like there were a couple moons where i was like i see the moon i'm gonna get the moon and then i couldn't because (laughs) i am just notoriously awful at mario game for someone who loves video games as much as i do i'm not good at them i play them for fun which is why i don't play games like dark souls or bloodborne anymore because it got too they're too hard
0: i'm a dumb dumb i feel that i feel that not i feel you being a dumb dumb but i feel that they're also very hard for me (laughs) yeah yeah good distinction yeah um so yeah so like i don't know it's i'm a little disappointed in my heart but i'm it's like look the experience was for you to go in and play like to your leisure because that's what that game is it's just Mm -hmm. like it's a sandbox go jump around and have fun and if you if you got to the point where you were like i'm i'm done having fun and i got there then you did it
1: well see now i feel bad because i misunderstood the assignment (laughs)
0: no you you don't have to feel bad that's what i told you to do i was hoping that i mean in my mind the fact that there's a goal of moons helped me get at least to that point like because i probably got down to like when that 150 moon goal was done Mm -hmm. um but then like i kept playing after that because that was my thing like i just kept getting more moons but like that that was all i wanted was just to see like what's the point if you're in this world and you're enjoying it like how uh you know how far do you get like are you enjoying that sort of moon experience getting those moons right
1: and and that's not to say i didn't enjoy it because i did have fun playing that game again and like getting getting back into it and really like like playing more instead of working on you know goals um like i was just working on like getting collectibles which i think is fun in games um Mm -hmm. i just there were definitely parts where i struggled because I'm me, and for some reason can't play a Mario game to save my miserable life
0: yeah it's it's a challenging game, and like there's definitely uh what's the word? like there's a ton of controls to wrap your brain around mm-hmm. too like if you get real like if you've ever seen a speed run of that game, it is ridiculous. That like, sounds what stressful. people do. No, it's, you should watch one sometime, like, just to see the amount of moves that Mario can pull off is ridiculous, so, um, yeah, I don't know, that's, that's it, man, like, that's the game, is, like, they give you all of this stuff to find and do, and, like, that's the fun of it, is just running around and doing it, and so, like, that's cool, if you enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, and I, I'm definitely gonna keep revisiting that game, because, obviously, I, I have that game, and I like that game, um, so I I think I will keep revisiting that one as well and just like continuing to to chip away at like collecting moons and stuff.
0: Yeah. So that's Super Mario Odyssey, everybody. Wow. Wow, yeah. Wahoo. Yeah, so I love that game. Should I talk about my baby got backlog?
1: Please do. I'm really interested in what you have to say because I think I know exactly what you're going to say.
0: Alright, so I'll start with this. It's funny because we were looking at the list on the last episode, like if people listen to it and we were going through like some of the stuff on there and like I was like, ah, I don't know, like that one seems like a little hard for me right now and I I googled destroy all humans and I was like, Oh, that looks like a fun romp. Like that seems like totally the one for me to do and like it's funny because I probably could not have picked something further from my tastes. <laughs> <laughs> I think you probably could have. <laughs> I don't know. Like, look, it's it's a fine game, and, like, there's definitely a lot to love about it, but for me personally, it's it's just, like, so far from, like, what I, what I do for games. Like, it was just ironic that I chose it. I was like, let's do that one. It'll be just, like, a fun romp, you know? <laughs> yeah, so... By the way, my game is Destroy All Humans, the remake for Nintendo Switch. Uh, did we say that?
1: Well, on Nintendo Switch. It was a, third, for, it was a third party release.
0: It's third party. It's on slash four Nintendo Switch uh third party release. All platforms. <laughs> Buy it now, nineteen ninety nine. This episode is sponsored by Destroy All Humans.
1: <laughs> a third party release. <laughs>
0: It's the only reason. They don't pay us if we don't say third-party release. That's the only reason we're doing this game on this
1: episode. count of three. Ready? One, two, three. Third-party
0: release. First-party release. Damn it. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, all right. It's basically... I don't know how much I have to say about this game. It's basically like Grand Theft Auto, but made by the team of South Park and you're an alien. That's like it. That's it. That's the game. (laughs) The look on Trevor's face is like astonished. That
1: (laughs) is the most weirdly accurate thing I've ever heard.
0: It's totally the, the humor is straight out of South park. Like it's got all of that sort of like brash kind of witty, like, but silly humor. But like, once you jump into the game, it's just Grand Theft Auto. Like, I mean it's Grand Theft Auto, but you're an alien. Like you can run around, you could shoot people, there's missions to accomplish and stuff. Um, you can like disguise yourself as humans, you can fly around on like a like a alien what are those called? The big discs. Uh spaceship. UFOs. <laughs> yeah, why couldn't I think of spaceship or UFO? <laughs> I said disc. You know, it's like a frisbee but with s- giant jet propellers on the bottom. A saucer. <laughs> Why yes, they yeah, call them yes, saucers? Uh, because they look like a dish. That's why they call them saucers. There's no <laughs> sauce on those ships. They don't have no spaghetti. They don't got nothing. How dare they call it a saucer.
1: Hey, I'm That's an ridiculous. alien. My name is Mario, and I like pasta sauce.
0: <laughs> hey, we're flying around New Jersey today. My name's Mario.
1: And I'm his was, I was brother Luigi that no one really likes, and we're eating pasta together
0: flying around on a big swassa. Uh, Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, so, like, that's it. Like, that's the whole game. Like, you blow stuff up, you get cool weapons, you have, like, a jetpack and stuff. The, The main... Not the main protagonist, but, like, the boss of the main protagonist is voiced by the same guy who does Gur from Invader Zim, which, I don't know if you realize that, but, like...
1: Is it the guy that voices Gur or the guy that voices
0: Zim? I think... It's the same guy.
1: Oh, are they the same guy?
0: Uh, I don't know. It but like it's definitely a recognizable voice. Like as soon as I heard it, I was like, I know this guy. It's probably Zim. It sounds like Zim I think it's, now that you it. I say think that. it's
1: Zim, yeah.
0: Yeah. But um, like that's it, you know? Like it's it's kinda like if Invader Zim was a game a little bit, you know?
1: That's also accurate.
0: Yeah. Um, what was your kind of experience with Destroy All Humans. So, can I be honest with you? Yeah.
1: I have not played Destroy All Humans since it came out on PlayStation 2.
0: Wait, really? You never played the remake? No. <laughs> oh my god. I only so, played the you know what? A... Oh my god, this is hilarious. So, this is this is a funny detail about the remake is like you know how <laughs> you know how when you like if you have like a Looney Tunes DVD, that was like a remaster of a cartoon from like nineteen forty, and you get a little disclaimer that's like, just so you know, you're probably gonna be upset by some things that they say, but we're keeping it in because it's historically accurate. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's what this game does. Like really? literally you turn yes, you turn on the remake and it says like you can look it up. I don't know exactly what it says, but it says like, yeah, um a lot of this humor is very silly and might not have aged that well, but this is exactly as it was written in the original time. And they put it in, like, they make it, like, alien's lingo or whatever, but, like, yeah, it straight up is, like, this is from the 90s, like, and it's very off-kilter, you know? Huh. Because, like, there's literally, like, a, uh, I forget what it's called. There's, like, a butthole excavation gun that, like, that's, like, what it is. <laughs> Are
1: you like talking you take- about a probe?
0: yes yes it's like a probe and it go. it's called the butt probe that's what it's called and that's like one of the like (laughs) things about this game that like was probably in the marketing and was hilarious in the 90s like we have a butt probe gun and like you stick it up people and now it's like 2022 and you're like that's not that's not super cool my dude you You know do that (laughs) that's not great um so yeah and like that's that's sort of how all of the the humor is in this game like it's it's like it was funny at the time but like nowadays it's not quite as funny if you grew up with the game or you have nostalgia for like that era of humor like it's probably great so when's the last time you played it how old were you
1: oh god i don't know ps2 came out what early 2000s so i was 10 12 Somewhere in there.
0: Wow. That's totally wild. Yeah. Did you know that I'm really old? Yes. Um, <laughs> no, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> the so wait, all right. So, so fine. So you played it when you were 10 or 12. What, what like, do you remember? What was your experience, your takeaway? I just remember
1: it being like really fun and goofy and like, and I guess now that you, now that I'm hearing you talk about it, like, you're so right it was very much like grand theft auto because i mean not that grand theft auto isn't big anymore still but like that was like one of the hot games on ps2 and so like that makes a lot of sense because those those like heist games were really big on ps2 you had like the true crime games and um destroy all humans of course grand theft auto like mafia you just had a lot of these like open world like blow it up and have fun games um and i that was very appealing to me uh you know as a young preteen, i guess i was
0: yeah and like to be fair to it because again i'm saying it's not really my thing but like the gameplay is is fun if that's what you're into like you get a lots of cool weapons and like I really liked that you could throw things. Like, I love that the first thing before you even get, like, a laser gun that blows people's heads up uh, is they teach you, like, how to throw cows. Like, you press the R oh, button yeah. and the cows get lifted up. And you, like, throw them. And I was like, this is, this is fun. Like... um and you get, like, a jetpack and stuff, and, like... It, it's fun, but, like, a lot of it is ripped straight from GTA. Like, you have a danger meter, so, like, you walk into the world and no one notices you. But, like, as soon as people start to see you, it's, like, the little badges. Like, more people come for you, and they're trying to kill you. And you get in your ship and, like, blow them up with your laser. Like, it's it's pretty good gameplay-wise. Like, it's polished and stuff. Um, it's just, like, I don't really play those games too much, personally, you know?
1: You know, I have i have this very vivid memory of the first time i actually played that game um like the first time i literally had my hands on it i was in a GameStop and they had like a demo up of it and i remember playing the demo and thinking it was super dope and like begged 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 my parents to let me get it and my mom said no because it looked too violent but then uh our friend nick he got it and so I played the heck out of it at his house all the time because I wasn't allowed to have it.
0: Yeah, it's it's sort of like, I mean, I did Tony Hawk's Pro Skater last week. It's sort of a uh, a good companion to that game, where like it was a similar era, and like there are probably people that have tons of nostalgia for it because mm-hmm. it's like it, it's so of its time. Like even though there was Grand Theft Auto, like. When, when i was that age there was no game that was like you're an alien go destroy everyone like anyone who looks at you the wrong way you blow their head up with a giant laser gun and like hop in your ship <laughs> you know what i mean right. like that's a fun time for that era of games like when we didn't have as many games like that you know
1: yeah exactly
0: yeah so i don't know it was cool like i was pleasantly surprised by it um Like even though I think in some ways it hasn't aged well, I appreciate that they were like, "Look, this is the original game. Like, we're giving it to you. Like, be prepared for 1990s if you're not, bro." Yeah. Yeah. Like that's that's it. This is the game. This is the experience. And like people probably really appreciated that. Like it's it's cool. You know, I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, it's like it's kind of similar to what you were saying with Tony Hawk, uh, last episode where it's like a time capsule and
0: it yes, just brings it's you totally. right back. Yeah, it, it does. And it's, it's remarkable. Like, I don't know if, um, if you're a kid now and you play a game like that, if you have any sort of appreciation for that, but like even not playing it, I can think back to when I was a kid and like what it would have been like to play that game. Like when it would have come out and people would have been like, no way, dude, it was an alien game with a butt probe. Like, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, know, like, yeah people at the middle school are like blowing up about it. Like, no way, dude. What? It's on the PlayStation two. There's a second one now, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: I only have a PlayStation I want a PS two.
0: Yeah. There's a second PlayStation. Now it's the future mom. Uh, (laughs) this one connects to the internet. Oh my God. It did connect to the internet. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, for me, that's pretty much it. Um, I liked it. It was cool. It was a time capsule. I'm glad I experienced it. Um, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say on it.
1: You know, judging from how you were talking about it, because so Andy and I talk before we record these episodes, like, you know, just throughout the week as friends. And he was alluding, we don't go into detail. We're not. We save it for the podcast. We're, but
0: We're not friends. We don't talk except for this show. He's lying. It's the only time.
1: He alluded to the fact <laughs> that... Uh, he alluded that you didn't like this game is kind of what I got from you. But now you're saying you kind you enjoyed like how goofy and, uh and like, I guess immature it was.
0: I hire somebody to text Trevor for me just so everybody's <laughs> aware. Um, <laughs> no, like, I mean, look, I like, I'm trying to be super clear. Like I did like it, I appreciated it. It's mm. just not for me. Like the gotcha. thing I tried to convey okay. convey to you is like what I said up top. Like it's just the least for me game I could have ever chosen. Okay. Um it's a good game. It like it does what it accomplishes and it's a time capsule and like I appreciated playing it. Am I going to go play it after we're done talking about no, never again. Uh <laughs> but that's that more just has to do with my like taste of of games I like to play, you know.
1: Right. Yeah, and that's I yeah. think that's a fair assessment.
0: Yeah. It's uh it it's just like a niche thing. It's very specific. So it's very niche. It's very niche. So are we going to assign our our next next times baby got backlogs is?
1: Yes, let's talk about it. What All
0: right. So I uh you're going to play a short hike which I'm guessing you can probably get on Game Pass. Um, were what? You, you have telling a look me, on your face.
1: Yeah, were you telling me about this game? I don't think so. Someone was recently talking about this game.
0: It might have been me. I have a bit of a story of how I played it. Um, but I don't I don't think I talked to you. I don't think it was me, but we'll find out, I That's guess. That's
1: so weird. Someone was just telling me about this game.
0: So... I'll say this to go in like you have to beat it, but also you can 100% this game in like four hours. Like it is mega bite sized. Like if you, if you turned it on right now, you could probably beat the entire game, like accomplish the main story goal in like an hour or less. It's very, very short and bite sized, but it's like just such a beautiful like example of, you're just going to love it. It's great. It's cool game. Um And it's an easy romp because, like, we're going to be playing Pokemon. You'll do it, like, this fast. <laughs> okay, good,
1: because uh, cause I am going to jam on Pokemon.
0: Yeah. Like, literally, you could probably play a short hike tonight um, and just, like, pfft, that would be. Like, I would encourage you to do a lot of it because I think it's fun. But even if you complete, complete the game, you can do it in a day. It's okay. cool.
1: All right, noted. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so that's your assignment.
1: Your backlog is um the original well I guess it's technically a remake like or a remaster. Let's call it a remaster of the sure, original. But it is the original. The original Doom. Yeah. Which I know you were looking forward to. I'm in, I'm interested and curious because you're not typically a first person shooter person, but you are a retro game person. So I think there's a good middle ground for you there.
0: Yeah, it's just fascinating. Like I've never really played Doom, but I've I've seen plenty of it and like it it's just so weird. Like you're right that it's a first-person shooter, but it almost doesn't even feel like a first-person shooter because it's so different from what we think of as a first-person shooter nowadays, you know?
1: Yeah, it's very much an arcade shooter now
0: yeah yeah and it's just like i don't know it's like an anomaly it's got a cool history which we'll probably talk about so we're um, gonna talk about
1: it i love doom's history
0: oh cool so all right so next time on baby got backlog uh i'm gonna be doing the og doom trevor's gonna be doing a short hike and uh yeah thanks for listening I hope you enjoy it. This is our second episode. We're still getting some things off the ground because, like, we haven't been officially published, but it's our second recorded episode, and we're excited to be like officially published soon. So, if you're listening in the future, Thank we you. love you, baby. Got future log. We <laughs> got
1: back to the back to the future log.
0: Back to the back to the future
1: back backlog to the future, which. If I'm not mistaken, (laughs) wasn't that on
0: the table for names? Yeah, we joked about it for sure. We joked about a lot of stupid names. We did, yeah. So I'm Andy. I'm Trevor. And uh, thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye, babies. Bye, babies. (laughs)